welcome. This is going to be my last um, podcast. Well, for two weeks, I'm uh, I'm going to be away. So um, today we're going to chat about uh, the valuable companies of the world, the FTSE Chiefs and their massive pay rises, uh, Huel, uh, pension complaints, and lastly, how Rishi is going to manage to pay the state pension when uh, the big kick kicks in again next April. So um, sit back, grab some uh, drinks and relax. I feel my age today. I've been doing, you know what I'm doing, my my uh, my exercise and I've been doing a lot of this um, body weight. I think I'm fitter than I was at 25. Now I'm 45. Um, Jeez, the, in, the inside workings, they just feel all sore. <laughs> Do you, so you actually genuinely think you're fitter than you were at 25? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to run faster because... I'm, I'm not at the minute. Na- naturally, uh, I think there's about two people in the world that don't know that I had an Achilles injury a few years ago. Um, well, of the seven not there, we? But um, I do think... Past episodes I'm, I'm, full of that. Yeah. <laughs> I do think I'm, I'm more, more, I'm more physically fitter, but I don't think I'd be Is that more as, than, because like you're, you're an avid gym goer. I do. Seven like, days a week. Five. You train the weekends, don't you? Yeah, but in my shed. So my shed, okay, shed so, gore. So exercise <laughs> seven days a week. Then. Yeah. Yeah, if I can. Uh, get your body moving. So since you've ch- changed into a body weight routine, does that mean you've been fitter than the stuff you were doing before, the like the chest and biceps workouts you were doing? Your beach weights, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what? I do think so, because I think it, it makes you get overall fit everywhere else. Bloody horrible. You know, it, it just when you look at what potentially you're going to, you find a, a session to do and you go, how the hell are you going to get through that? But you do. But I do think it's, it's exactly like you say, if you go into the gym without a plan, it's a bit like what we do in, in the so world you're of money. Ch- you're following a program then. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you if you go into there and you don't have a plan, the first thing you go is what's free. And most men um, will go for something that's free with. And most women, I know are generalizing it, is um, going over to, to, to push something up. And there's a natural way. generalization, that was. Yeah, of going over and just getting the free weights mm. and lifting, you know, and triceps and chest and all that. But chest and biceps, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and get away from all, all of that. So, yeah, I do think I'm fitter. Although I think I need three-in-one oil in all the joints because they all feel sore at the moment. But that's because I was carrying more weight, you see, and you're pushing heavier weight. It, it's a kind of contradiction because you're pushing heavier weights when you, when you start these body weight exercises. And technically, as you go on, you're pushing less weight because you're potentially getting uh, fitter. But I don't think you're pushing less weight because you're transferring more muscle, which is heavier than fat, isn't it? I think Not that you're fat anyway. I still think there's a bit of fat there. Still, Anyways, talking about fat, right? 50 are the most valuable companies in the world in 2023. You know, I like to... to Go into these things. We're going through all 50, are we? God, no, I know. Uh, market cap. Um, McDonald's, right, is valued at $208 billion. And, there's, uh, you know, how, how far do you have to drive or walk to see another McDonald's? They are literally everywhere, aren't they? They're even in Russia. I don't think they're serving anymore, but um, they are yeah, but They are all over the world. Like, yeah. you kind of... You generally see the golden arches wherever you go. Or smell them from a bit bit further away. Airports. Are they in airports? I think they are. Um, service stations. Yeah. 
They're all major cities, towns, and I'm just thinking, like, in, I think in Cafiri alone, I think we've got potentially three, have we? I'd say there's at least four to 5,000 within the UK alone. Sure. I could be totally wrong with the numbers, but, you know, in every small village, and you multiply that by all of the the countries, you know, in America, then the bigger, bigger countries in China, that there must be tens of thousands. I'll tell you now. So as of July 2023... There was 1,396 McDonald restaurants in the UK. Is that all? Yeah. The location in the UK is the country with the most number of McDonald's locations in the UK is England with 1,182. Yeah. Which is 85% of all McDonald's restaurants in the UK. Wow. I thought there'd be more than that. Fair enough. Maybe we just have been to a lot of them. That's not a lot, mind. I thought there was more. Did you? Well, if you consider between, you know, where we are recording this now you could within 15 minutes you could end up in 10 12 of them so you you know the geography of the uk being a lot bigger yeah you i, I was expecting a, a bigger number but yeah. it is what it but it was just interesting market cap 208 billion dollars and you know they're everywhere amazon so that's how the market values yeah the the company of yeah yeah for now and future yeah. worth amazon so McDonald's that we see everywhere, two hundred and eight billion dollars. Amazon billion. Two hundred and eight billion. Billion. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a small number. Amazon, one point four trillion. Wow. And then you go, Apple, two point eight trillion dollars. Just mind blowing. You know, McDonald's is this big and you just try and kind of put it into Sheer perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. And these boys get paid well, you know, but for running them. But, like, I guess if you look at Apple, the market is full of Apple products, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. More than 1,300 locations. I don't, I don't think Apple will be listening to this, but it's a great way. If you're in a town, we went into Cardiff last week, we, last weekend, me and the uh, the little man, and um, we were in there a few weeks ago, and he went, we go to the Apple shop. So we go into the Apple shop and just go and just have a little browse, right? Free games in there. Half an hour, 45 minutes playing Oh, you can games. play on the... Uh, yeah. don't, don't tell anyone, though. That's that's a little bit of a give to, to everyone there now. Yeah. Go in, play the computer games, say nothing. No Is that because you're not allowed in Smiths anymore? <laughs> <laughs> security guard. Security, <laughs> security guard's fed up and follow you around. You don't, you don't have to um, buy anything in there. Now, Apple have a lot of my money with a lot of products. So, I'm, I, you know, I do like them. But you can go in and you can test the uh, the games. But it was in the Zelda, playing three of them at once. Yeah. Always busy, the Apple stores. Huh? Yeah. Are people just browsing while they actually No, they are, they are all always buying in there when you see them. The guys are good at selling in there, upselling. Yeah. You know, tell them how rubbish the, stif- the stuff that they have is. It's great, it's Apple. But well, I've never been bothered with the whole, you know, when a new phone com- When a new phone comes out, I generally go two generations below because I know it's going to be cheaper <laughs> than buying the brand new up-to-date when yours is about seven generations below, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think they even make yours. They don't, and and I only kind of the iOS update. I, I only want to change mine because it's nice and small. I don't want the big ones, um, and I'm going to have to change eventually at some stage. But so be it. Yours is like the first generation side. M- mine is fine. It does what I needed to do. Apart, the only thing that isn't hey. great is taking calls. <laughs> It's a brilliant calculator. Oh, wow. Actually, actually the calculator hands down is the yeah, worst calculator in the world. It's, it's shocking. I was going to say something else. Do you know, talking about, we're talking about companies and all that. They, I, I read the other day, the top, the FTSE 100 
CEOs and all that pay rises they gave themselves. The fat cats. Oh wow! Well, you know, we 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 hear and we we disagree with it that there's this cost of living crisis. These guys are living, guys and ladies are living on a different planet. Average pay rise for themselves. I'd I'd love to know how they get it uh, sorted. Five hundred thousand pounds average pay rise. Well, it, it's the board that decide. Shame on your boards. The executive board decide what the pay rise is going to be, isn't it? The, the guy in that runs AstraZeneca, I can't even pronounce his name, Sir Pascal. I, I'm not even going to try there because I get somebody brave me. £15.32 million pay. Now, I know that might be made up of shares and future shares. I I, I don't care how it's made up. It's still, that's the package. That £15 pa- million is his salary. Well, not, maybe not salary. Maybe made up of you different. You get a pay slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 1.2 million, 1.4 million a month. Boom, boom. I know it could be what was his pay rise? Um, I didn't get his pay rise, but the average was 500k over the, across the board. So Probably going to have 10%, isn't he? 1.5 million. Mm. Nice um, nice little number. Wow. They, they said different a, world, isn't it? Different world. They, they don't need to, to worry about the price of gas going up. They don't need to but worry. But it's all relative though, isn't it? Because I can't imagine he lives in a two up, two down um, kind of terraced house uh, and drives around in a uh, Tesla three. He probably has a fleet of cars, holiday homes. So unless he's like an avid saver, he probably spends a lot of that. Could well do. Could well I know do. there's a point where I think sometimes you can't spend it all. Kind of disagree sometimes. But he's probably living to that lifestyle. It's a good lifestyle. It's a oh, good yeah, lifestyle. Cost, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he could be he could be hiring a yacht for the weekend, which might cost him the best part of a quarter of a million for a weekend, because that's generally what that costs. I think a year or two ago, I, I might have. Well, you looked at doing that, didn't you? Yeah. Um, footballers. I don't know why I have the likes of Messi and Ronaldo in my brain that they rented a yacht or something silly like that, or two footballers that knew each other. And it was a crazy price for a week. Yeah, they are. Crazy price. About a million for a week, probably. Some of these big yachts, which are kind of rented out, the big super yachts. Somebody wrote in the paper last week that the better way to get richer isn't more hard work. It is smarter work. So, you know, when you're talking about that guy from AstraZeneca and that, I think that's a load of bull, that statement, because how rich is rich? Um, You know, if you don't know what makes you happy or what you like. You're not going to know how much it costs, so you don't know how much money you need. So you don't know how hard hard to work, as in more hours than that. I know it's not just about the hours, but if you know what makes you happy, you can actually structure your life better. And we talk about that all the time. So I think that yeah, but guy But I think is, that's the biggest problem with people, isn't it, at the moment, is that people don't know what makes them happy. Yeah. People yeah. perceive what social media tells them should make them happy. Yeah, yeah. But it isn't what really makes them happy. Yeah. They're constantly following the Joneses and, and, and trying to buy happiness through Amazon or through it's some the, it's website. The dope, it's the dopamine effect, mm. isn't it? And that and that's the danger where you, you can be flicking through a social media and something pops up. And I've done it. You look, you look at it and go, oh, wow, that is brilliant. Actually, all I'm being um, targeted or marketing-wise at the moment is CRM systems because we've been looking at a new CRM system. So that's all I get targeted on social media at the moment because that's do, all I've been looking at. You know but, you- but it has made me click on them and go, oh, actually, that's a good one. So now we end up with endless demos of different CRM softwares. But that's a little bit kind of different. But if you're constantly 
looking at clothing, shoes, bags, cars, you're going to be retargeted those things. Yeah. And it's then going to make you, I guess, kind of think you want it, but actually do you really know why you want that? Is that actually going to make you any happier by having that product? Don't get me wrong, it, it might well do. Will they, will they ping you the um, the email in, in a few weeks' time going, what you've looked at is now 6% less in cost. Uh, we thought you'd uh, you'd like to know. And then you Yeah, go, some of them will. Like so, Some of them have... You know, great systems, they retarget you with adverts you know, we used to do when we had a clothing brand. You know, the retargeting was brilliant. You'd have different kind of ad sets which would have discount codes on them, which would drive people in, and they worked. I know you're going to, if, if people could see this now, what I'm going to say to you, you're just going to roll your eyes. Because I'm going to wear on holidays next week, I got a code for some a clothing company, and I ordered the other day. I got a 10% uh, discount. I got Wait eight, till this goes back on YouTube. I got, see I got, you rolling my eyes. I got eight items. Oh. Okay. You're like a re- you're on a retail nightmare, you are. I repacked the uh the, the bag last night, so I just gotta drop it off to an every now because um How yeah. many are you actually taking of those items? Of the eight. Zero. Um so it's an interesting fact, okay. So when we ran the clothing brand, which we had, um we Back, oh god, quite a few years ago, we were sat, we were looking for investors, and we sat down with one of the investors, and they were telling us about what sort of markets we could break into and how certain markets work. And they actually talked about the German market. So the German market, when it comes to online retail, and somebody's probably going to correct me on this, right? But this is what I was told by someone who was very senior in a a large clothing brand, actually had been at non exec level. Um, in Germany, they will order. So if you're a 34-inch waist, they'll order a 32, a 34, a 36-inch, short, medium, and long leg, right? Okay. Because they'll want to check is the right size for them, yeah? and then they'll send it back. So it's expected also then that the return is free. And if they don't, they probably won't buy from you. Mm. So it's an interesting market. So that was one of the conversations when if we want to push into that type of market – We've got to be mindful. It's going to cost us a lot of money. So we've really got to decide whether we want to or not. So the cash flow of selling six items at 30 quid a pop is 180 quid. But they all come back. It, it's, it's, it's going to cost you 15 quid to post out we do. and 10 we, quid to come we back. We used to have um, free returns. You'd go on the website. It was linked to Royal Mail. You'd put in your parcel number. It'd print your return label. Now, that would cost us then. Yeah. So we would get charged. Now, we didn't get a huge amount of returns, but – when you used to get it, sometimes you'd send, you you might send out a package which might have cost you 10 quid to send out, and that was included because it was free, free post and packaging over a certain value. When it comes back, so it could cost us 20 quid, and we never made a sale. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, staff time to pack the items. It was also the advert which might have brought them in. So yeah, that, yeah. that might have cost you 30 quid. You just lost that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's kind of – but that's going a little bit off tangent, but – but if it's there to do, at the end of the day, you you've bought these things because you want to try them. It's no different to me. Send them all back, mind. To me, to me, I know it's no different than going into town, paying a fiver to park up and trying on things and going. No, I I don't, I don't feel that I have a duty to go because I've ordered them online. I have to hold one of them. I didn't want any of them. In fact, I don't know why I ordered what, two. Why of them. did you order? <laughs> In fact, two two of the items I just looked la- last night and went. I didn't even know I ordered this and I didn't even unpack them. I just went, they're going straight back. Anyways, never mind about going back. Outside there, the, the, that will never go back. There's two containers or two boxes of Huel. 
Do you oh, remember his name? Yep. The fuel. Yep. They're, 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 they're flying at the moment. They've been rewarded for that. Do you remember the um, the original Huel? Which one was the one that was sand? Do you remember the one that was absolutely horrible? Well, the strawberry with strawberry and cream one. Is it strawberry? No, the strawberry and cream one was okay. No, the berry one. Yeah, that was. The berry one was really kind of watery, wasn't it? It was. They really good. Now. I cho- what's my go-to is chocolate and salted caramel. I, I guess still That's go the strawberry and cream one, but they they seem to be. Like, have they thickened that up though? I haven't got one in a while. I didn't know it was on the shelves in Sainsbury's other day. Yeah, not cheap. Um, but they they're they're not adapting cheap, anyway. a bit like the iOS and Apple. When you look back and you see the original first version, that crappy sandy one, they're just evolving, evolving. Because I saw the last day they're yeah, looking for. Feedback, they've they, they sold. They're the tasters. Um, yeah, I imagine three hundred million meals they sold in the year to July twenty twenty two. Well, I hope they've improved those. Well, I presume the meals include. Oh, um, I, I'm presuming it's you, included. You get the all ones you them. add hot water to. Yeah, they're horrible. Pot noodle. Yeah, they're hot. Yeah, yeah. Well, horrible's a bit um, a an strong. understatement. Yeah, they weren't the best. They were, they, they were brutal. I tried them all as well. Yeah, yeah. But they never give you samples, do they? They're just going, nah, you buy them or you don't buy them. It is what it is. Yeah, like, so the the RTD, as they call them, Raider Drink, which is what it stands for, mm. they're really, really good. The bars they do are not that good. They're brutal. Um, Cardboard. Shakes that you do yourself are far too sweet. I find, but the rate of drinks, they're superb. Yeah, I, I, they might go. That's that's effectively what I have for breakfast. Four hundred cal- calories, no gluten, no dairy, vegan friendly for our vegan followers out there. It's yeah, nutritiously good value. People will probably argue they're full of sugar and stuff, but hey ho, you know what I mean. I probably could put worse in my body. I could go round to um, Carl's Burgers and stick a sausage and nothing wrong, wrong with that but like that ain't gonna be good for me is it do you know what he's, he's they're valued at 440 million and considering they're not going that long 140 million wow and and we're talking earlier they have on, a billion value soon, they? We're, we're talking earlier on about um, mcdonald's at two point two hundred eight billion. i know it's a fact but they're going what 30 40 years 440 million in a couple of years time yeah mcdonald's we go since the 70s eh? no know. idea um, There's something on Netflix about McDonald's. The founder? Yeah. Have you not seen that before? No, no. It's been, it's been around for you. That is a brilliant film. No. Watch it. No, I've been, I've been I'm too no, busy no. on... Genuinely watch it. you like that. The Mark Cavendish, the Tour de France. No, um, like that, better than all of those. Lance Armstrong's uh, film. No, I, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Eventually. Too busy. Too busy. In the gym. <laughs> Pension complaints, right? Crap servicing levels and a lot of can people can you caveat this first and a lot of people being unable to access their pensions so this is the providers we're talking this about is the not provi- advisors yes complaints to FOS um, the ombudsman probably from advisors <laughs> probably from advisors um, I've endless directly ones. to FOS uh, um, from um, people saying that they're the service levels of certain companies and trying to get access to their pension when the date comes either through uh, the age or a death benefit and stuff like that three of the uh, the top um culprits don't mind saying them scottish widows reassure and phoenix because we're trying to deal direct yeah and if 
I know we talk about... Um, I suppose it's a strange one, yeah. because they're a mainstream. I understand with Phoenix and Reassure, because all they read are is consolidators, aren't they? They're not really pension but companies. Are they? Everyone talks about pensions of um, what growth does it make? What are the charges? And the, what are the flexibility, maybe? But what they, they lack is understanding or, or asking about service. The, the service. And that's and the, the big thing, is, the reason why we chose yeah, the platform we have. The service is only an issue at the point that the service becomes the issue, i.e. I need my money now. Somebody has died. It's the reactive thing. And people, you know, it's not giving advice here, but if you have any one of those three um, pension plans, you need to have a serious look because it might all be rosy now and you're putting the, the statements into a, um, a box or something. Mm. But the date that you come to start wanting that, that's when all the trouble is going to start. Hard to deal with from an advisor point yeah. of view with any other platform. We've got a yeah. few still kind of we've picked up on there, which we've got to kind of look at now. But yeah, the service is pretty dire and all those. You know, the, I think they said there's going to be over a thousand complaints in a year for some of them mm. on service levels that's alone. People taking the time and, to complain, and the service level has nothing got to do with charges, nothing got to do with the uh, the fund performances, and it's just the accessibility of it. Yeah. But do you know what people want me to wear? The other day, something came up on uh, that I was reading about. Uh, Rishi Sunak has said the state pension. Um, it, he's going to honour the triple lock again. So it's next. It's, it's the the September numbers. Is that of, for all benefits, then? Yeah. Yeah. September numbers of wage growth, inflation, are two point five percent on the September. It kicks in the following April. So you're going to have all of the um, the I was going to say old age pensioners, but they're not anymore. Those that are age. Or state pension and the, and the state benefits. What's it going to be? Well. It's going to cost a small fortune again from Billions April again. on again next year. Billions again. You can't, you can't where have they, a, where they Where are they making this money? Well, didn't, didn't they say, wasn't there something came out that, but uh, what's the, the actuaries for uh, lots of the um, big companies for the DB schemes? Um, Bodding, um, Boddington, I can't think of the name. They said, based on the numbers now, on the calculation of state, not state pension, on the calculation of DB schemes, they have excess and they're looking at taking that money out. And this is where the next shit is going to hit the fan because they're going, you're taking a snapshot today based on the actuarial figures. That can change on a regular basis, hence why they have to reevaluate the CETV uh, cash equivalent transfer value every 12 weeks. They're looking now at taking money out of these DB schemes to use... So I'm, I don't know, does, is Rishi going, well, they might invest that money somewhere else and we, we may be able to get tax on that. You can just see a car crash happening again. We don't learn, do we? No, no, in the slightest. We did this Rin- before. Rinse and repeat. Oh, my goodness me. There'll be no state pension for us when we come to retire. It'll be a very different thing at this rate because there won't be any money in the I, I still maintain there will be, but I think it'll the, be the, age, format, though, the age is going to go up um, and it'll be in the 70s, even though it's 60-something now. And I oh, think, yeah, I think it'll be... In some way, however they do it, some sort of means tested. I wonder whether there'll be that element to it, which will be a bit of a kick in the goodies, um, because you've still paid into the system. Why should you be negatively impacted when you have just because you've saved a bit more money than others? I think it's just because no they, point in saving, is it? They'll just say, "Well, look, you're it's not That's a lie. You you're you're not saving into the." Your NI contribution is not going into a pot for you. It's paying for today's people and the people yeah, are living yeah, longer. Exactly. And there's less people working. Well, that's exactly so, what it's going to be. So the, the, they're not going to be able to afford it. No. Um, so that that is the the crap we'll have to deal with. But 
Hey ho, there there are the issues of the day. We're doomed. Not really. Just the way of the world. It's just the way of the world. It'll all come round. Have you had your Huel yet now, or do you, will we sign I'm off? I'm a I was going to say, will we sign off and you can have your Huel? I'm going to have, I'll actually have proper lunch in a bit from yep. the freezer. One of my frozen pre-made meals, which I made myself, not bought. See? I think there's something to be said about, I made my muffins this week. They didn't taste like um, banana and uh, carrot muffins. Um, but we'll get there. Was that what they meant to taste like? That's what they I were meant quite, to quite, taste like, yeah. I can't I can't eat anything with gluten in, as we know. I'll make gluten-free ones the next day. Oh, I'll good luck know. with that. They'll be dense as you can... Uh, <laughs> It'll be extremely dense. You know you, you've literally got to follow those recipes to the T, right? Because otherwise they will literally my, be dense. My you should have seen I the um, Yorkshire puddings we tried to make the other day. Do they you remember were, they, the, they, the guy they, from... They break a window. Uh, the Muppets. The the chef in the Muppets. Do you know when he's... Doo, 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 big, he wears the big chef hat, naturally. Wood is his chef. But he just throws stuff in. That's how I was making my muffins the last day. The recipe was there to use as a guiding light. Not I'm as a, a satin. I'm a bit like that. And it just like bing, I, bing, I, bing, I, I made in. a um satay sauce on the weekend. And I kind of looked at it and I'm this is what I generally do with a lot of them. I'll have a look at the recipe and go, Yeah, okay. Let me do it my way. And just substitute things out. And in fairness, it was superb. We better better let people go and um, and, and have some food at the as Make a, myself sa- hungry as now, a salivating on you know on the healthiest banana thing. and carrot muffins and satay satay chicken. Satay chicken. I might not be here next week. I might be on holiday. You might have to do something. Oh, I'm going solo, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, where are you? Oh, are you on a cruise? <laughs> yeah. Out at sea. If, any, if anyone knows how to survive uh, Disney Cruise on probably Hello, four, hours, four hours sleep a day. <laughs> you'll be all right. You'll be, you'll be able to see Mickey and Minnie and... I'll tell you what I won't be doing. There won't be any Huel there. I, it'll be the full-on... Oh... Smash the buffet mm. on a um, so the last cruise I went on. I thought we were going to stop talking about food. We are, but it was a P and O cruise. I was in the Caribbean, and every lunchtime they did a different sponge pudding. Now anyone who knows me so knows I'm a big fan of a sponge pudding. This is before the days of where I couldn't have gluten, and I used to every lunchtime would have a sponge and custard. Literally, it's like heaven. Do you know when you go on holiday? But you know, it's like, like, just like you're on a massive come yeah. down then when you come Oh, on. I'm dreading it. Two do weeks you, of it. Do you know when you go on holidays and you have a big breakfast at usually about nine o'clock? Or a three course breakfast, yeah, you mean? At nine o'clock. And then by 11, if you're in a, a resort or something, you can smell the chips or something by the pool, you go, I'd eat again. Well, on the cruise, you've usually got like a, a you, barbecue going with the food. You've only eaten an hour and a half ago and you sat by yeah, a but pool. You'll have, your 11, you'll have your burger at 11 yeah. from the little. Thing and then at uh, one thirty you'll go and have another buffet yeah. and then you'll you'll have a little snack then later on and then you'll be into your seven course evening meal or whatever it is. I think this is why I needed to buy the eight pieces of uh, um, clothing the other day because I needed a small, medium, and large. Or sorry, a medium, large, and extra large for the different days. <laughs> Just have to walk around the ship a few times. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy next week. I'll uh, I'll be listening in. Thank you. Enjoy your holiday. <laughs>